Hey everybody, Jeff here with a brand new episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. And today we're back at it again in my quadrant of the Hot Seat Tournament. Uh, we've had some crazy games so far, and this one will be just another one to add to the list. Uh, let's go ahead and start with our first guest tonight. Scott, how are you doing? What are you drinking? And uh, tell us another fun fact about yourself. Oh, hey. Um, well, I'm doing really great. Um, actually, I'm on vacation right now in Martha's Vineyard, and so I decided to go with an IPA uh, that they do here called Bad Martha. It's a brewery right here on the island, uh, and they're limited edition Oktoberfest. And it's a it's a Marzen beer. Now, I don't drink at all, but I learned how to pronounce Marzen beer just for tonight. <laughs> you know, and do we know what Marzen beer means, you, you drinkers out there? Do you know what it means in German? I don't actually think I do. It's it's a March beer. So they brewed it in March so it would be ready for Oktoberfest. And that probably, makes yeah. sense. And you probably just heard it pour, and uh, there you go. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. I love a good Oktoberfest beer. Yeah, and it's 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 the one it's a it's actually a German lager that apparently is the main Oktoberfest beer, but they just also brewed here on the vineyard. Wow. That sounds fantastic. Um, all right. Well, taking on Scott, we've got our second guest, Matt, Matt back with us. How are you doing? What are you drinking? And tell us a fun fact about yourself. Hi, my name's Matt. I'm uh originally from the Midwest. I'm from Kansas, but I'm a Pacific Northwest transplant right now. So living up in Seattle, um, I have no good fun facts associated with my beverage of choice tonight, but it is pretty tasty. I'm drinking an Alaskan brewery. It's an island ale, a little guava, some passion fruit, and some tangerine in it. It's not as good as it sounds, but, you know, it sounds great, but the tangerine really kind of overpowers everything, but it's not bad. Oh, nice. Yeah, those fruit beers can sometimes be, uh, be hit or miss. Well, I am going to round it out. I'm actually kind of in the same uh, same path as Scott here. I picked up a uh, pretty much buy one of these a year. Mm. Um, the fall uh, Sam Adams Harvest Fest pack. Um, so going through those, they've got a couple of good selections. But I'm having their seasonal fest beer, which is oh. one of their lagers that they brew for this time of year. As we celebrate Oktoberfest together. <laughs> yes <laughs> all right well uh you guys both are pretty familiar with the game but i think it has been some time so i'm gonna go ahead and give us a quick reminder um our warm-up round is going to consist of five questions each uh, each of those questions is worth one point and is a simple um let's see what do i have today is it a yes or no today is a yes or no um so it's going to be a simple yes or no um, there's no punishment in this round for answering in incorrectly, so just give us your best guess. Uh, after that, we'll move on to our main round, which is the Hot Seat Challenge. Uh, we'll bounce back and forth between both of you for 30 minutes, answering as many questions as you can. Um, you'll both receive the same number of questions, worth one point each. Uh, so if time runs out, we'll make sure that the uh, amount of questions is the same. Again, there is no punishment in this round for answering incorrectly. We will then move on to our final wager round, which, to be honest, is how you two got here, killing it in the wager round. Um, as you know, you'll then spread your points out as uh, across three different categories. Uh, you can wage, wager any number of your points, but it cannot exceed the total that you have entering the round. Uh, that will be the only round in which you can lose points for an incorrect answer. 
After that, we'll have our winner, and we'll be moving on to face, I think, Mike's bracket in what should be another fantastic showdown. Everyone ready? Absolutely. Yep. All right, let's get started. Scott, you were selected to go first today. Mm. Our warm-up game today is a fun one. Uh, Chris gave me this one, so thanks, Chris. <laughs> thanks, Chris. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, the warm-up game today is going to be, within the original run of Scooby-Doo, did the Scooby gang ever visit this state? Oh, oh my gosh. So, again, it's just a yes or no. Um Oh no God. harm in a guess here, but we will dive right in. Scott, you're up first. Your state is Montana. Wow. What a rant. Thanks a lot, Chris. That's all I have to say. Um, did they ever visit Montana? Is this, I'm sorry, is this the original Scooby-Doo? This is only during the original run when of scooby I was a little yes. boy and I watched every episode and I should know this. Um, <laughs> did they go to Montana? Oh, Yes. All right, the answer is no. <laughs> but you did sound confident. I appreciate yeah, that. I did. Over to yeah. Matt. Yours is Minnesota. No idea. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice place. Lots of lakes. Sure, let's say yes. All right, Minnesota is a no. Nope. <laughs> Back over to Scott. Oh, boy. Florida. Oh, Florida. Yeah, it's funny. I so don't. I just remember them being in the van. I don't remember them going different places. I'll say yes to Florida. Florida is a yes. Uh, Picking up a point. Over to Matt. Oklahoma. All right. Somebody who lived in Kansas for a long time. There's no reason anyone should ever go to Oklahoma. So I'm going to say no. I don't know if the logic is right, but I did live there for four years. I'm the sorry. The answer is no. <laughs> Very good. All right. Um, back over to Scott. Vermont. Vermont. Uh, no. Vermont is a yes. Oh, shoot. Over to Matt. New Mexico. Again, um, no idea. Maybe they did a Area 51 episode. Let's say yes. I am not 100% sure, but I think that logic checks out. Either way, the answer is yes. Oh, boy. Uh, back over to Scott. You have New Hampshire. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, why would they go there? <laughs> uh, yes. New Hampshire is a no. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> but Back over to Matt. I'm confident in <laughs> wrongness. Uh, Back to Matt. Uh, your, number, your state is Alaska. Seems like that would be a place they would visit, but it's really far away. So I'm going to say, why well, I, I say that? I have no idea where they were from originally. So I'm going to go with no. Alaska is a yes. Uh, your last one, Scott, is Hawaii. Oh, 
Oh God. Um, you know, I think I I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes to Hawaii. Hawaii is a yes. Because yeah, there was a lot. Everyone wanted to do something on Hawaii in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and last one to Matt is Louisiana. See, that's tricky. I feel like they could have gone to New Orleans, but I'm gonna say no. All right, Louisiana is a yes. Oh, All right, coming out of that warm up round, uh, we have a tie. Scott two, Matt two, both picking up two in the Scooby Doo gang, and we and we both blame Chris. That's <laughs> true for that too. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. Why yeah. were they in Vermont? I need to know. I don't know. Vermont, but not New Hampshire. So <laughs> what the heck? My gosh, that van got around, man. Fred drove it everywhere. He drove, yeah, somehow he drove managed the to make it to Alaska and a while ago did they drive the van to Hawaii. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, are you guys feeling nice and warmed up? Oh, oh yeah. No, not at all. But let's do it anyway. It seems like you guys got your wild guesses down, so I think we're ready. We'll go ahead and get started with the tie. The timer will begin as soon as I finish reading the first question, and we're getting started with Scott. The first question is, which of these geological features shares its name with a verb meaning to reach a stable level? Plateau, delta, or summit? Plateau. Plateau is correct. Over to Matt. In 1994, 17-year-old Letitia Thompson asked Bill Clinton the famous question, Is it what? I can think of a lot of questions he was asked, but none of them were, Is it what? Um, Uh, Just to clarify, the question is, in quotes, Is it? And then, what is what you're answering? Okay. That doesn't help, but I appreciate the clarification. Um... I remember somebody asked him this, uh, boxers or briefs? Nailed it. Boxers or briefs is the correct answer. Uh, back over to Scott. In real estate listings, A slash G P L stands for a swimming pool. That is what? Above ground. Above ground is correct. Back to Matt. What is the motto of the Boy Scouts of America? Um... Oh, this is embarrassing. Uh, it is. Do no harm. Do no harm's a good guess. Um, it would actually fit if you were Scar from the Lion King. The motto is be prepared. Be prepared. Ah, that's it. Yeah. Back over to Scott. Since 1950, the World Cup's men's soccer championship has been played how often? <laughs> well, okay. What? Well, well, well. 1950. I have to do math now. Uh, okay, 1950, including 1950 or since then. Well, let me just read it again, real quick. Yes, that would be great. Since 1950, the World Cup's men's soccer championship has been played. How often? Sorry, <laughs> I just have to do math now. If I get this wrong, you're going to be like, really? We had to wait for that? 14, 2014, I'm going to say 18 times. All right. 18 times. 
might be how many times it has been played. Oh, yeah. But it's played every four years. Yeah. Well, that's what I said every four. That's what I was doing. <laughs> how every four years is all you needed? Yep. Yeah. That's how often it's played. Oh, for, I knew. Well, what, <laughs> well, <soon. laughs> I'm sorry. I misinterpreted the question. I know. Um, I didn't feel quite right just telling you you were doing it wrong. <laughs> All right. Back over to Matt. Uh, starting in 2002, what Oscar winning movie star had previously been a global spokesperson for cell phone provider T-Mobile? You said starting in 2002, they were a, provide, they were a spokesperson? That's um, correct. I should use my words. It's a podcast. <laughs> uh or help contestants when they go astray. <laughs> I don't have a good answer to this. Uh, Matt Damon. Uh, it was actually Catherine Zeta-Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, over to Scott. What model appeared topless on the self-penned 1993 novel Pirate? Well, could it be... Um, oh, God. Um, could it be Fabio? It could be Fabio. Could be. And it is. <laughs> it most certainly is. Picking up another point. Uh, back over to Matt. What restaurant chain is famous for its trademarked horsey sauce? Arby's. Arby's is correct. Uh, over to Scott. In music industry lingo, an artist's record drops when it does what? When it's released to the public. Yep, when it is released. Back to Matt. Because it's not evergreen, which of the following species would make a terrible Christmas tree? Colorado blue spruce, Fraser fir, or a silver maple? That is a good question. Um, I'm going to go with the, the maple, the third one. Silver maple, yeah, that is correct. Very good. As a Floridian, I would have had no idea. <laughs> right. Uh, back to Scott. Due to its deep and powerful sound, what brass instrument is traditionally the only one of its kind in an orchestra? Uh, I'm going to... Tuba? Tuba's correct. Back to Matt. Which San Francisco sitcom introduced us to the pint-sized Olsen twins who played Michelle? <laughs> Full House. <laughs> Full House is correct. <laughs> Wait for the 90s sitcom podcast. It's all I can say and my views on all that. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for it. Because, wow, let me just tell you. Oh, boy. Um, all right, back to Scott. According to a popular expression, what is always 2020? Oh, hindsight. Hindsight is correct. Back to Matt. Up until 2016, what video game company owned the majority stake in the Seattle Mariners? Nintendo. Nintendo is correct. Back to Scott. Which of these performers was famous for saying in a deep voice, thank you, thank you very much, Dean Martin, Tony Bennett, or Elvis Presley? <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. That would be Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley is correct. Ter- the worst Elvis Presley impression ever done. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, back to Matt. The artist Selena won multiple awards for her performances in which genre of music that references a Texan of Mexican descent? Can you read that one more time? Sure. 
The artist Selena won multiple awards for her performances in which genre of music that references a Texan of Mexican descent? Tejano? Tejano is correct. Shout out to all those Learned League members out there that got that question this week. <laughs> um, back over to Scott. As its name suggests, No Zit Sherlock is a beauty product that treats what unpleasant condition? <laughs> I'm going to guess acne. Acne's correct. That's a great name. <laughs> um, back over to Matt. Uh, what does the acronym USB stand for? Make sure I get this right. It's Universal Serial Bus. Yes, it is. Uh, back to Scott. In what country did carving jack o' lanterns originate? Oh, shoot. I. Just heard this. Oh boy! Uh, and I heard it, and I went. <laughs> apparently, I didn't remember it. Um, uh, nah, Germany. Uh, it was actually Ireland. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are just under twenty minutes left. Scott has a lead of ten to Matt's nine. Matt, your next question is, which mega shopping center in Minnesota sits on the space once occupied by Metropolitan Stadium? Yeah, they have a home plate, actually, where it used to be. Uh, it's the Mall of America. It is the Mall of America. Back to Scott. Which Gone Girl was a Bond girl in Pierce Brosnan's Die Another Day? Could you please repeat that? Sure. Uh, the question is, which Gone Girl was a Bond girl in Pierce Brosnan's Die Another Day. Oh, is that Halle Berry? No. Uh, it was actually Rosamund Pike. Oh, no. Safe, no. Uh, back to my... Mario Puzo was ashamed to admit that he wrote his most famous book, All From Research. He claimed he had never met a real honest-to-God gangster. What book is he referring to? Oh, come on. <laughs> the Godfather. Godfather is correct. That makes up for Zit and the <laughs> uh, Back to Scott. Which national park was the first to be established in the United States? Uh, it's one of two that begins with a Y. Damn Yellowstone. That's Yellowstone said. is correct. Oh, yeah, that was right. Oh, thank God. I would have gone with the other one. Yeah. I always think uh, it's the other one, and it is Yellowstone. Okay. Yeah, those two are easy to get mixed up in all sorts of trivia. Uh, back to Matt. As any avid Twitterer knows, the maximum number of characters allowed for a single tweet was what until it was recently increased? 140. 140 is correct. Back to Scott. In which TV whodunit are the characters Aria, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer tormented by the mysterious A? Uh-huh. Apparently a show I don't watch. Could you please repeat that? Sure. In which TV whodunit are the characters Aria, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer tormented by the mysterious A? Oh my gosh. 
All right, I wouldn't have either, to be honest. It's Pretty Little Liars. No, yeah, no, didn't know that. Yeah, I would have no clue. A false urban myth claims that a combination of Pop Rocks and soda proved fatal for Mikey, the boy in what cereal's 70s, in what cereal's 70s ads? Uh, Life. Life is correct. Uh, Back to Scott. Uh, which MLB Hall of Famer, affectionately called Mr. Cub, died in 2015, but his trademark line, Let's Play 2, lives on? Oh, you're going to get me on an one question. Everyone's going to know this, and I, oh my God. I feel so embarrassed by these because I just don't, I'm not going to know it. Say it one more time. I'm sure it's, oh, is it, I'm going to say a name and it's going to be horribly wrong if it's wrong. Is it Phil Rizzuto? No. It is not. not. Uh, It was actually Ernie Banks. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the baseball fans. I'm a baseball fan, too, but that just totally eluded me. I'm sorry. It's all right. Uh, Back over to Matt. Solar Impulse 2, the first solar-powered airplane to circle the world, landed in which Asian capital after a 16-month, 17-leg trip? Okay, so pick an Asian capital... Seems like a Tokyo thing. I'm going to go Tokyo. Uh, it was actually Abu Dhabi. <laughs> I was not going there. Nope. <laughs> Didn't waste any time. <laughs> All right. Back to Scott. Uh, what cocktail made from vodka, ginger beer, and lime is traditionally served in a copper mug? <laughs> Ask the teetotaler a drinking question, of course. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. Uh, I need my. Can I call my sister Lynn as a lifeline? Or, uh, she's a, was a bartender for years. Uh, what is it again? Say it again, please. In a sure, it's a cocktail made from vodka, ginger beer, and lime, and is traditionally served in a copper mug. A copper mug. Oh God, I don't know what toddy. I have no idea. All right, it's actually a Moscow Mule. Yeah. Um, back over to Matt the murder trials of Belva Gartner and Beulah Anand inspired what best picture winner can you say the two names again sure Belva Gartner and Beulah Anand best picture winner hmm usually very good at Oscars trivia as well um but i have a good answer to this um i will go with um, the french connection uh it was actually chicago oh oh Oh. Uh, it's the second chicago question i've gotten after the catherine zeta jones question so (laughs) all right uh we are down to uh just under 13 minutes now matt you have 13 scott with 11 uh, we are back to Scott. In a 2007 movie, Nicolas Cage plays Johnny Blaze, a fiery vigilante who is better known by what name? Oh, oh yeah. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, please say it again. Sure. In a 2007 movie, Nicolas Cage plays Johnny Blaze, 
a fiery vigilante who is better known by what name? Oh, I'm not going to waste time. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, it's not coming to me. I don't know. All right. It's Ghost Rider. Yeah. Uh, over to Matt. In a much-hyped 2010 event, Chelsea Clinton walked down the aisle in a wedding dress designed by whom? And it is not Nicolas Cage. <laughs> God, I would pay to watch that, though. That would have been amazing. Um, name of fashion designer. Let's go with Donna Karen. Uh, it's actually Vera Wang. Wang, yep, as soon as I said it. Uh uh, back over to Scott. Which company acquired Yahoo in 2016 for close to $5 billion? Who acquired Yahoo? Oh, boy. I don't know. Uh, Google? Uh, it was actually Verizon. Oh, okay. Boy, I'm, I'm in a swamp, man. Maybe we should go back to the Scooby-Doo questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there more Scooby-Doo questions back there? <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, Back to Matt. Uh, Known for his big mouth, Cartman from South Park has been described as a little version of what classic sitcom character? Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker's correct. Uh, Back over to Scott. What type of candy was added to soldiers' rations in World War II because it could could withstand all weather conditions? Oh, that's weird. I, I want to say something, but th- that doesn't sound like it would do that. Um, say it again, please. Sure. Uh, what type of candy was added to soldiers' rations in World War II because it with- could withstand all weather conditions? Well, this is going to be wrong, but I- is it a Hershey bar? No. No, it was actually Tootsie Roll. Oh, yeah. Uh, back to Matt. How many time zones does China use? One, three, five, or seven? They have one. They do have one. Mm-hmm. Just under 10 minutes to go. Matt has a lead right now of 15 to 11. Uh, back to Scott. In the United Kingdom, what is the day after Christmas known as? Boxing Day. Boxing Day is correct. Back to Matt. In what city was the Declaration of Independence signed? Philadelphia. Philadelphia is correct. Scott, what is the name of the massive document that leak that led to the 2016 resignation of Iceland's prime minister? What? Um, Say that again, please. What is the name of the massive document leak that led to the 2016 resignation of Iceland's, uh, Iceland's prime minister? Bjork Gate. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, it was actually the Panama Papers. Uh, back to Matt. What nut is a primary ingredient in the chocolate flavored spread Nutella? Oh, uh, that is hazelnut. God, it took me forever. <laughs> hazelnut is correct. Uh, back to Scott. Whose 2014 album, 1989? had three singles reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100. I believe that would be Adele. Uh, no, no, it's actually it's Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Why did I say Adele? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, man. Just, I, I, I'm off my game, man. I, 
That's Well, there's always the final round. <laughs> God's sake. Back to Matt. Uh, let's see. Which of these is not a Charles Dickens character? Bob Cratchit, Artful Dodger, Uriah Heep, or Arthur Dimsdale? Uh, the first two definitely are. Um, so it's either Uriah or Arthur. I think it's Arthur. That's what I'm going to go with. Arthur Dimsdale is correct. Back to Scott. Uh, which British musician appeared on the first cover of Rolling Stone magazine? Know this. Which British musician? Oh, God. Is it Mick Jagger? Uh, it's actually John Lennon. Oh, Further back. I'm off. I'm off tonight. Uh, back to Matt. What actress built a multi-billion dollar consumer product startup called The Honest Company? Not a lot there to go off of. Uh, I don't think it's Catherine Zeta-Jones this time. Uh, I'm going to go with Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, it's not Gwyneth Paltrow. I was going to say the name of her company, but I don't want it to pop up here. Uh, right. It's actually Jessica Alba. Uh, over to Scott. Sported by celebrities like Billy Ray Cyrus... A soul patch is a type of what? Soul patch is a type of goatee. Yeah. Ear or whatever you want to call it. Yep, I will take that. Uh, Matt, in 1969, Judy Shepard Mazette launched a dancing as fitness revolution known as what? Don't know the name, but I'm going to guess Jazzercise. Well, good for you. Jazzercise is the name. Um, just under five minutes here. Scott has 13. Matt is up to 19. Uh, Scott, your question is, R&B singer Robin Thicke is the son of a famous TV actor best known for what 80s sitcom? Mm-hmm. The thing with Kirk Cameron. You're going you're gonna to get me with another one of these 80s sitcoms. <laughs> uh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains is correct. Uh, Matt. What stop-motion protagonist once quipped to his long-suffering canine friend, everyone knows the moon's made of cheese? Stop-motion protagonist. Wallace. Wallace is correct. From it. Back to Scott. What 1980s goth band broke out of the genre and into the mainstream with poppy tunes like Friday, I'm in Love, and Love Cats. Uh, the Cure. The Cure is correct. Matt, as chefs note, the two succulent bits of meat on the back of a chicken just above the thighs are called what? Oh, uh, that's the... Um, I have two names in my head. Which one is it? Um, oh, they're related names, too. Can you read it one more time? I'm sorry, I want to make sure I say that right. As chefs know, the two succulent bits of meat on the back of a chicken, just above the thigh, are called what? Pearls? Close. You're on the right track. It was actually called oysters. Yeah, that was the other thing in my head. Uh, Back to Scott. Someone who repeatedly tries to revive interest in a hopeless issue is said to be beating a what? Dead horse. Dead horse is correct. Matt, (laughs) the so-called Brexit was a vote by the United Kingdom to leave which political organization? The European Union. The European Union is correct. Uh, back to Scott. What type of business did Annie have that failed in Bridesmaids? 
she she was a baker. It was a bakery, like a cupcake. Yes. Place. Yeah. It was a bakery. Uh, back to Matt. Uh, sadly, in what city did Princess Diana have her fatal car crash? That was in Paris. That was in Paris. I think, I think they covered it in the newspapers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think it came <laughs> up. I think people heard about it. Uh, all right. Uh, Shel Silverstein picked over, th- or Shel Silverstein spent over three years on the bestseller list with his 1981 book, A Light in the What? Attic. Attic is correct. Matt. Born in England, musician Saul Hudson is better known by what stage name? Yeah, that's another one, right? I think I have it down to two and I got to pick the right one. Uh, is that Slash? Slash is the correct answer. Back to Scott. Which kingdom is home to Tiffy, Mr. Toffee, and the Bubblegum Troll? Uh-huh. <laughs> and they all live happily there. And uh, Who are they? Say them again, please. What kingdom? What kingdom is home to Tiffy, Mr. Toffee, and the Bubblegum Troll? Oh, I don't know. Candyland? Uh, yeah, that is correct. Oh <laughs> and our final question over to Matt. What is the doll Barbie's full name? Do you need the middle name as well? Yes. So it's Barbara Millicent Roberts. Wow. Wow. It is Barbara Millicent Roberts. There is. Great pull. I had no idea on that one. Almost felt guilty reading it. <laughs> Not in my life have I ever heard that name. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's been a question. At, it's been a question at a trivia game before. It's the only reason I know it. I can imagine that's yeah. the main reason anyone would. Well, we have finished the hot seat, folks. It actually ended up being pretty close. Matt is our leader right now with twenty-four. Scott hanging right in there with nineteen. Ah, uh, we are ready to dive into our final wager round. Your categories tonight are history, food, and television. Uh, You guys go ahead and work on your wagers while I uh, go ahead and tell our listeners uh, to follow us on all of our social media. Uh, We're out there at Pub Trivia Experience, except on Twitter, where we are Pub Trivia Pod. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can also join us on our Facebook group, The Lounge, fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. Um, you can also support us um, at patreon.com slash p-t-e-b-b. Um, we've got a bunch of extra content over there. We've got a couple of our uh, additional shows that we put on over there. Um, so there's definitely some great stuff if you can help support us over there. Um, we're also always on our Discord. You can find our Discord at ptebb.com slash discord um, we are it, almost on there too much actually uh, but yeah we, we've always got some fun stuff going on over there and you definitely uh, join us there uh, again any support you do give us goes right back into the show uh, to try to make this better for all of us and uh, we hope that we can uh, see you out there alright are you guys ready with your wagers yes yep All right, well, let's dive right into it. Here are your final questions. Question number one in history, 
In the 1920s, the U.S. military drafted a plan called War Plan Red, which detailed the invasion of what country? Take some time to think about it. Whoever has it first, just go ahead and lock in. I'll, I'll lock in. Go ahead and lock in. All right, Matt, let's hear what you're thinking. All right, so the 20s, we're looking at red. I'm assuming that is uh, probably a reference to uh, the Soviet Union, communism, something in that area. I suppose it could also be Japan. I'm just trying to think of things that would be associated with red. Um where would I think we would? In? Um, I'm gonna. I have a guess. Uh, it's not a very good one, but I'm gonna. But I had. I do have a guess. So I'm. I'm gonna check in. Do you want me to say the answer now? Yep. Go ahead. I, I, I'm gonna check in with Cuba. Okay, locking in with Cuba, Scott. What are you locking in with? You know, uh, it actually. Uh, I, I just uh, read about that. Um, because this was actually a hypothetical war plan. It wasn't a real thing. It was in case they ever had to go to war with Great Britain. And they called it that to trick it, to make people think of something different. So I'm going to go with uh, Britain or Great Britain. Okay, locking in with Great Britain. All right, we're moving on to our second question. In food. Oh, boy. Austin, Minnesota is home to a museum dedicated to what globally popular canned product? Oh, okay. All right, back over to Matt. Um, <laughs> the only canned product that I know is from Minnesota uh, is Spam. Uh, I don't know how globally popular it is. I mean, I guess it's more popular elsewhere than it is here. So I will lock in with Spam. Okay, locking in with Spam. Scott? I, I, I'm going with Matt. Spam, I'm going to say Spam. All right, also locking in with Spam. Our final question is in television. Uh, question is, in which fictional town in Rhode Island does the cartoon Family Guy take place? I'll, I'll lock in. All right, Matt's locked in. Scott, let's hear what you're thinking. Wow. Um, it's, it, I'm sorry. Could you please read it again? Uh, sure. <laughs> fictional town, you said a fictional. I just want to make sure you said that. In which fictional town in Rhode Island does the cartoon Family Guy take place? Oh, yeah. Um, it's, um, uh, I, uh, I think it's Quahog. That's my guess. Quahog. Okay. And Matt? I think we're saying the same thing, but I think it's Quahog. How, how are you saying it? <laughs> it's, how I, it's what I checked in with or locked in with. Okay. A-H-O-G, I think is how you spell all right. Well, our answers are locked in. Let's go ahead and see how we did. On our first question, we asked in the 1920s, the U.S. military drafted a plan called War Plan Red, which detailed the invasion of what country? Uh, Scott, how many points did you wager on this question? I wagered 16. Wagered 16. All right. And Matt, how many did you wager on this question? Uh, thankfully, zero. <laughs> Thankfully, zero. Okay. Let's see. The correct answer that we were looking for uh, is, in fact, the Great Britain or British Empire. Um, so that will be points for Scott. And, well, Matt gets nothing either way. 
Uh, back to our second question. Austin, Minnesota is home to a museum dedicated to which globally popular canned meat product? Um, Scott, how many did you wager on this question? One. Wagered one. And Matt? Uh, the same number of times that I've had spam, zero. Also wagered zero. Okay. Uh, the correct answer that we were looking for, you both nailed it on the head, was spam. And our final question is in which fictional town in Rhode Island does the cartoon Family Guy take place? Scott, how many did you wager on this one? Uh, two, which I believe adds up to 19. That it does. Uh, Matt, how many did you wager on this one? Uh, I did this last time, did it again on my the category that I thought I'd be good at. I went with 15 on this one. 15. All right. The answer we were looking for is, in fact, Quahog. Um, so let's do a little bit of math here. Somebody did their numbers because that gives Matt the lead with 39 to 38. So we do have a winner with one point difference. Man, you guys are good at that final round. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a heck of a game, Matt. You are our champion. Moving on to our next round. Uh, Scott, thanks for playing with us. And that was a great comeback there at the end. Congratulations, Matt. Thank you. It was a good game. We survived hurricanes and tech problems and a lot of things to make it here. I felt like we've been on a journey together, so I'm glad we made it through. That we did. That we did. Well, uh, again, thank you both so much for being here. Um, Matt, we will see you in the next round. Scott, I'm sure we will see you again soon. I believe you're uh, over on our sister podcast, The Boozy Bracketology, this month, right? That's right, for the 90s sitcom. It's, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that one. I'm, I, it's got to be fun. Yeah, that sounds great. Definitely, I'm going to listen to that one. Awesome. Well, that's all for us here at Pub Trivia Experience. Thank you so much. Um, and we will see you on the next show for the Pub Trivia Experience. I have been Jeff. I'm Scott. I'm Matt. And we'll see you on the next one. <laughs> <laughs>